What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Jack Chats. Jack Chats are bonus episodes of the A to Z English podcast. And this is a great opportunity for me to share your emails, your WhatsApp group chats, and just listen to your ideas and share your comments, your emails with other listeners of the program. And I think it's just a great way for me to connect with you, the listener, and a great way for you, the listener, to connect with me, the host of the podcast. And of course, our our number one goal with this podcast is to help you improve your English ability. And one of the ways you can do that is just by listening to the A to Z English podcast. And our episodes are designed to challenge you, teach you new vocabulary and expressions, idioms, help you understand certain grammar points and just make you an overall better, more proficient in English overall. That's what we'd like to do. And so if you're interested in speaking, you can always leave a voice note in our WhatsApp group. Or if you're not comfortable doing that, you can just write a type of message. And if you really want to connect with us, send us an email at a to z English podcast at gmail.com. A to Z English podcast at gmail.com. And two, the A to Z is A T O Z, not the number two. A T O Z English podcast at gmail.com. So today I'm going to read a bunch of e- listener emails. And the first one I'm going to start off with is one from May Fong Chi. And May is from Malaysia. And she wrote a really interesting, a really nice email. And I'm going to read that email right now for you. And so May says, Dear Jack, Kevin, and Sochal, First of all, I hope the three of you are doing great. In this email, I would like to thank you for interpreting the phrase way to go and its uses. It gave me a clear picture about this expression. All the while, I was thinking that way to go is used to describe a situation that is unlikely to happen. 
Additionally, I thought that the term was applied when we would like to define a destination which was far to reach. Um, okay. So, May, let me um, let me explain this a little bit here. Um, there's there are two two idioms or two expressions that you're that you're getting confused because they're very very similar. The first one is way to go. Way to go means good job, nice job. Like it's like cheering for somebody like way to go. A ways to go. So if you ask somebody, how far is it to our destination? And someone could say it is a long distance to our destination. Or you can say it. we have a ways to go. We have a ways to go. A ways to go means a long way until we reach our destination. So a ways to go and way to go. I'll put those in the show notes, those two phrases, and, and that'll help you with the difference between those two. Okay. May continues. Secondly, I would be happy to say that I am pleased by the topic, Would You Rather?, yeah, I think Would You Rather is a fun game when we have all three of us together, Sochil, Kevin, and and I. Um, in my opinion, I would rather sing than dance. I have zero ideas about dancing. Therefore, I choose to sing. And I think my answer was dance, but only because of exercise, not because I'm good at dancing. I'm a terrible dancer. It will be easier for me to memorize the song's lyrics than to learn dance steps. Next, I absolutely agreed with Kevin, who said that he would rather lose his sight than his memory. It is a fact that blind people live a normal life, too. I am one of them. And I hear you loud and clear, May. I think I mentioned this before, that Kevin convinced me that I was wrong with my answer. And you have also convinced me. I 100% agree that people who are seeing impaired, people who are blind and cannot see... Um, absolutely live normal lives, productive lives, happy lives, just like anyone else. And so I was, I think your memories are, are precious. And so are our senses, you know, being able to see and touch and smell and taste and those things are important. But I think memories are like, are very, very precious. And so losing those would be worse than losing any of our our senses so you guys you and kevin convinced me i was wrong you are right it's better to hang on to save your memories to keep your memories for sure um lastly may says lastly i appreciate all the riveting discussions done by the a to z english podcast i'm looking forward to listening to this coming episode sincerely may phone well, thank you so much for your nice email, May. I, we really appreciate it. And uh, you are, I think we, you know, we have already had you on the show as a guest and interview, you know, interviewed you and uh, you are, you're very supportive of the show and we really appreciate your, your support. So thank you so much for saying nice things about our, our podcast. And next I would like to read an email from Layla and this I've got two emails actually one from Layla and one from Shima about my great grandmother my great grandmother's um interesting story 
unbelievable story, miraculous story. Yeah. By the way, my brother has has never heard that story before. So I told my brother to listen to our podcast. So he said he would listen to it and he now he'll hear the story. So that's pretty cool. Layla writes, listening to your great grandmother's story is something like listening to a miracle. Although she was only six years old, she behaved with an extremely in an extremely wise way to rescue herself from death. She was an incredible person. She deserves to be a heroine among other people at that time. I'm still thinking about her and her special and unique story. I'm going to tell my family members about her. Jack, I believe you are special because you have a special great-grandmother. Well, thank you. I hope it's hereditary. That would be great. In my view, I noticed that you are similar to your great-grandfather. Ah, maybe we do have a, a little bit of a similar appearance. Also, I think your family became a famous family after those events, which occurred to your great-grandparents, didn't they? Um, I don't think so. I think maybe in the city, you know, in the town, she was famous. But unfortunately, those kinds of accidents happened a lot, I think, back in those days. So, yeah, many moons ago, the world was not as safe as it is right now, you know? Layla continues, I'm really thankful to you for telling us about this wonderful, great, and phenomenal story. By the way, Jack, by looking at your great-grandmother's leg, it looks like a real leg. That's amazing. Yeah, that the way that they just, you know, in those days, they didn't have the good, what we, we call it, like, if you have um, a fake arm or leg, an artificial arm or leg because you lost your, your leg or your arm, we call it a prosthetic. And prosthetics are... These days, they're very natural looking. You can walk, you can run. I mean, look at the Paralympics. Some of the people have only, don't have any legs, but they can run because they have those special prosthetics that they that they wear. In the case of my grandmother, back in those days, it was just a wooden, a wooden leg. So it probably had some leather and you just put your you know, your whatever is left of her leg in there. And then it just kind of is the shape of a foot. And so she can wear a shoe. And so if she's wearing shoes and socks and a long dress, you can't, you wouldn't even know that she had a wooden leg. So yeah, it's, it is amazing. It is amazing. Um, Yeah. It's a, it's a really sad story because she was just a little girl and this, you know, the city should have done more to protect children. However, in those days, you know, things were just weren't that safe. Everything was a little bit crazy back then. So unfortunately, um, you know, my great grandmother lost her leg, but, but fortunately she didn't lose her life. That's, that's the good thing. Um, because if she had lost her life, then I wouldn't be here right now. I just thought about that. That would be, you know, that'd be crazy. So, yeah, I mean, just little things like that. Small decision has a huge effect. It's like a butterfly effect. You know, she moved out of the way. She only lost her foot. And now I get to live a life. So thank you, great grandmother. She for being a hero, for being a heroic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, Layla. I appreciate your your wonderful letter. 
And I'm going to read Shima's email now. Um, let me see here. I think I thought I had another one about my great grandmother, but actually I don't. I just have, oh yes, I do. I do. I, I believe I do. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I, I've got a lot of different emails, but I don't have another one about my grandmother. I do have a couple about idioms. So let's do the idioms ones next. We'll do idioms and exercise. This one's from Layla again. Layla writes, hello, Jack. These are my examples for ice idioms. Yesterday, I met one of my brother's friends for the first time. I remember it has been about one hour without any conversation. Oh, then it was a very boring meeting. No, because after that, my brother joined us and then immediately broke the ice. Finally, we had a friendly conversation with him. Yes, that's good. Your brother broke the ice. That's, yeah, it can be really awkward, right, sometimes? Yeah. Um, good. Okay. Layla writes, I just knew that Sarah broke up with her husband because he he didn't care about her. And then the other person says, you don't know anything. This is just the tip of the iceberg. He was beating her and her daughter. He was very severe. Ah, good. You, Layla wrote this like a conversation. This is A person and B person speaking. And so you don't know anything. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Yes, right. When it comes to abuse in relationships, often you'll see a little something in public sometimes. And it's just the tip of the iceberg because once they close the doors and go home, the the beatings and the abuse becomes much, much more severe. But people that abuse, you know, abusers like like that like the bad guy in your story or in your in your example they often you know show everybody don't show people you know show just maybe the tip of the iceberg or sometimes nothing they don't show people outside um so when you when you see something you have to imagine oh that's just the tip of the iceberg yeah great great uh example great example um, Layla writes, I like this one, the tip of the iceberg so much. I feel I will use it. I will need to use it in my daily life. And about the second one, break the ice. I heard about it a few times, but I guess with your useful episode, I'm not going to forget it very easily. I would like to say that you are a very kind and generous person. You put a lot of time to help us and read our emails, which is one of the reasons that encourages us to be more confident. Layla. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm happy to do the Jack Chats, these are fun for me because I get to communicate with you guys. Um, I actually recorded a whole Jack Chat before this one, but I forgot to press the record button. So this is my second time uh, doing the Jack Chat. <laughs> in, 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 yeah, I just wasted like 20 minutes doing a whole Jack Chat talking to my computer with no recording device on. Um, all right, let's get into exercise a little bit here. We, did, we talked about exercise in my last Jack chat, but we'll talk about it again in this one too. Shaima says, Shaima is from Egypt, and she says, I'm happy to write this email to you. How are things with you? 
I want to share with you my examples about ice idioms. Oh, sorry. This is about ice idioms. Pardon me. This is idioms still. Some people are very sensitive. They are highly affected by other people's emotions, actions, and words. When sensitive people get angry, this is the tip of the iceberg because they are quite stressed. Yes, very good. I agree with that 100%. Just like, kind of like the person in Layla's example before, a person who abuses his wife and children is a, a person who is very distressed. And when those people get angry, it's just the tip of the iceberg because there's so much anger underneath that we can't see. And it's a big, big problem. Big, big problem. Um, great example. Perfect. Next, Shyman writes, I'm a person who can't break the ice with unfamiliar people. I hope I can use these idioms correctly. Thank you for reading my email. Yours, Shima. Yes, you used it perfectly. Some people can't break the ice. You know, they're just really uncomfortable with strangers. And that's okay. You know, if you're a shy person, you're a shy person. You are who you are. And it, you know, sometimes it like in Layla's example, again, her brother broke the ice for the group. Sometimes you have a friend who's kind of... Um, outgoing and so let your friend break the ice and then when you feel comfortable then you can talk and share your your comments and your ideas and things like that um i wouldn't say you're shy because you're not shy to to write into our podcast so that's pretty cool and so i like that but uh yeah great examples thank you shima very very good these are you guys are getting these perfectly and May Feng Chi, May again. I want to. I started with May, and I'll finish with May today. May writes, "Hello, Jack. I believe that this week is a sports week for everyone here. It is kind of a sports week. I would say I am not a sports person at all. My knowledge about sports is certainly minimal. I only do light exercise daily for about ten minutes. I know nothing about football, badminton, soccer, etc. However, I enjoy swimming." Although I don't know how to swim, I love to play in the water at the pool. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good, that's a, that's some good exercise. That's a good, good way to get some exercises just by, you know, playing around in a pool, swimming around in a pool. Um, especially if you live in Malaysia, where the weather is quite hot most of the time, I imagine spending time in the water is very refreshing and also a good exercise. So I agree with you. And and so we talked about this yesterday about with Unita's email. Unita said she, she exercises like 15 minutes a day, but she does it six days a week. So that's, what is that? An hour and a half a week is six hours a month. That's 70 hours, more than 70 hours a year. So you know, think about that. Like, th what about the person who works out, who exercises two hours, but then stops exercising for two weeks and then exercises two hours? If you add up all the time at the end of the year, the person who exercises 15 minutes every day will spend more time exercising than the other person. So I think Slow and steady wins the race. I totally agree with that. And I think that's the best approach. Um, all right. So May continues. This is where we get into the grammar question part. So I'll do my best, May. 
May says, I go for, uh, I go for when you say, oh, sorry. So May, okay. May says, when you say, if one person has a question, 99 people might have the same question, but they are just afraid to ask. Yes, I think that's true. Here, May writes, here I have a doubt about the conjunction for conjunctions, uh, prepositions, four and two. I think uh, four can also be a coordinating conjunction sometimes, but usually four is a preposition and two is a preposition. For instance, the sentence, drinking sufficient water is essential for our body. Which is correct? Is it two or four? I hope you could help to clarify the use of those two con- uh, two prepositions in order for us to use them correctly. Thank you in advance for reading my email. Well, May, uh, here's the thing about prepositions. A lot of them are just based on collocation. And collocation means with certain words, we use certain prepositions. So let's look at your sentence. Drinking water is essential. Essential just means healthy, right? Necessary. How about good? So would we say water is good to our body or good for our body? Ah, water is good for our body. So it's essential for our body and necessary for our body. And so in that case, we would use for. If you say good to, what is good to? Good to somebody would be to treat somebody well, right? My mother is good to me. My brother is good to his dog. You understand? You'd be good to somebody means treat them well. Good for something is good for the body. Good, good nutrition, good, um, uh, just uh, healthy, something that's healthy for your body. Um, let's expand this a little bit more. I'll tell you what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a link to a website that I think is going to explain it really well. It's going to be, it's very hard to just explain it in a podcast format because I think the more I talk, the more lost you w- will become. So I'll put this in my podcast link in the in the show notes and have a look at that website first or have have just, you know, go through the sentences and look at the examples that they uh, they put in the website. And once you once you once you read those examples and listen to those examples and, you know, understand their examples if you still have questions come back and ask me ask me again and i'm there are no bad questions there are only good questions i'm happy to answer any questions and sometimes you might have to ask me more than once if you continue to have a problem so hopefully my explanation is okay because it just it's it's very much to do with with um being a, a native english speaker I know that we say good for, essential for, because when I was growing up as a child, I heard that from adults. And so for for second language learners, like like all of you, my my listeners out there, you are you don't have the you don't have that background. You you do in your native language, but not in English. So I know that these a lot of these prepositions are really, really difficult. You know, when do I use for and to 
and with and how do I use it correctly? And so I just want to to tell you it takes time. And that's why we have this podcast is like doing a lot of listening. You'll start to pick up on some of the patterns. You say, oh, if something is good for your body, it's necessary for your body. If something's necessary for your body, it's essential for your body. Ah, for your body, for your body. Ah, I gave the present to my friend. Ah, I gave the, I, um, I, I sent the message to my friend. I sent the message to my sister. I sent the package to my sister. I gave the package to my sister. She gave the package to my brother. So giving something to good for, good for, give to. Okay. And that those are just a couple of examples. There's so many, there are too many examples for me to, to give you all of them in a podcast, but we will We'll think about that. And if you still have questions, maybe we can do an A to Z English podcast episode on prepositions. Might be helpful. Let me know. Give me some feedback in the in the WhatsApp group if you think that that would be a useful podcast episode, okay? A prepositions episode. And with that, I'm going to just remind you, please tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody, just Go to the top of your building and scream, I love the A to Z English podcast. Tell everybody. We need more listeners. Um, you know, the, our podcast is growing, and that's great, but I want to see it grow even faster and bigger. And the reason I say this is because the bigger we get, the more listeners we get, the more we can do, right? We can do more episodes. We have more resources, more people listening. And so we're still a small little podcast, but we want to become a big podcast. And don't worry, we will never forget about our loyal listeners. You, Those of you that were there in the beginning of the podcast, we know who you are. I see you in the chats. I read your emails and I appreciate your, your support because without your support, we wouldn't be able to do this at all. So you're... Your encouragement and your support will always be appreciated, but we want to continue to grow. And so if you know anyone that is learning English that might be interested in joining our WhatsApp group and getting in there, sending some emails, participating and listening to the podcast, please tell them and please go to your whichever podcast uh, player that you use. If you used um, CastBox or... If you use Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, you can give us a positive review. And if we if we get a, enough of reviews, just look, like five, I, I said I would sing a song on the podcast. I probably will anyway. Just give me a little time to choose the the right song. Or if you have a song idea, you can send your idea into the chat, and I'll I'll try to figure it out. And uh, I will embarrass myself by singing a, a song on the podcast for you. Um, but uh, if you can give us a good review in Apple Podcasts, that really, really helps us out or on your podcast player. If there isn't, if you don't have a podcast, if you listen in a way that doesn't let you give a, a positive review, that's okay. I understand it's not possible for everybody, but if you can, please give us a positive review. And yeah, with that said, I will see you next time for another episode of jack chats thanks everybody i'll see you next time bye bye 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.